call from the United States of America. Hi, you have reached the Decahedron RPG cast feedback line. Just start talking at the sign of the tone. Hey, this is Jason. Just want to say that I enjoyed your the bot chat episode. I have avoided, sorry about that dramatic um, sigh into the microphone for you and for your guests. I have avoided using it um, obstinately probably because I'm a Luddite, but I definitely see the use of it. You know, it's interesting. Initially, I thought the use would be to replace tables, random tables, right, where you could ask it a question, it spit out an answer, and you use that instead of rolling a random table. Sorry. I'm on vacation. I'm staying at home, and I'm day drinking, which I know you, you don't drink, but I am, so if I come across slurred, that's why. Anyway, the point is I originally conceived of it as, or when I read about it, I thought about it as a replacement for random search tables. But the more I hear about it, the more I see people talking about it, I can see where it would be pretty darn useful. Um, I don't know. I continue to resist it. I haven't tried it yet. I have got the Google invite. I may try it. I'm conflicted. Maybe I shouldn't resist technology. Maybe I shouldn't be a Luddite. But it's, I don't know, is it because of my age? Why am I a Luddite? Tell me. That's not a fair question to ask. But excellent episode. Thank you for saying, for recording it. And I may actually give it a shot based on the strength of your episode. So you, you may have sent somebody new over to the Robot Overlords. Who knows? I will talk to you soon. Take care. Bye. Hey, Jason. Hey, everyone. That's Jason from the Nerds RPG Variety Cast. We'll be hearing a bit from him today. It's a great podcast. You should check it out. Three things we're going to address there, Jason. First thing is you said you asked, why are you a Luddite? Is it because of your age? I believe, based on things that you have said in your podcast, I believe that you are actually younger than I am, although I'm not sure. That's just taking a guess at some things that you have said there. Oh, and based on some of your feedback, because something you said about the D&D cartoon makes it sound like you were younger when that was out than I was. So I don't think it's your age. Maybe you're just not a technophile like I am, and you confuse that with being a Luddite. Maybe. Next thing you said was random tables. You probably could, but you need to train it a lot if you, for lack of any other word, right? Because you need to give the context for the question. You know, you say you want, I don't know, a random encounter in a desert is the table you're trying to do. Your prompt would have to include all, because you just say random encounter in the desert, it's going to assume modern day assume, like I'm giving it far more human qualities than it has. But, you know, without the context, it's probably going to answer the question for the modern day. And so then you would have to say like in a fantasy campaign and, you know, by the time you do all that, you're better off just rolling on a table. In my opinion, what I believe the best use of uh, ChatGPT and other AIs is as a collaborator. Because it is a chat session, because you're not limited to asking that one question, you ask it a question, and then you ask it a follow-up question based on its answer. And it's like having a conversation, and it's like having someone to bounce your idea off of who will sometimes give you other ideas. Usually, you, you have to ask for them. I have tried to do this with James for years, and it doesn't work because... As you've gleaned from listening to the podcast, he and I approach things every just differently. So I'll throw out an idea like, how about a campaign based 
on an island and there's like one city that they started at the end of this island because it's kind of newly developed and the areas closest to it will be more tame than the areas further from the city and so instead of having your dungeon levels you have your distance from the city but that still gives the players the agency to control how much challenge they want by how far away they go and stuff like that and james just says nah don't like it and 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 that's all you get and so he and i don't work well together that way and ChatGPT is very good for that type of thing. Uh, by the way, that campaign is called Bloodport Island. It's one of my Crowfield style campaigns. I might share more about it in the podcast in coming episodes. All right. Thanks, Jason. Hey, Jason here. Just want to say I enjoyed the latest episode. Why do we view paladins as more of a zealot typically than a cleric? That's an interesting question. I think it's going to depend on the religion. Maybe it's the kind of religions paladins belong to, but maybe it's also the mission. The paladin's primary focus isn't getting new adherence to that religion, where with a cleric trying to get new adherence to the religion often is. So maybe that's one of the reasons clerics are a little bit softer handed. Maybe it's the kind of religions they belong to. You know, I don't know how, how the player plays them, the personality of the character, but I think it's a valid point. And I think there are definitely some clerics out there that should be played as zealots without a doubt. You know, it's interesting. The new D&D movie has a paladin in it and they show a way of playing it without being a, a total zealot where you could go on an adventure with a party, maybe not a multi-year adventure, but you could go out on a few missions with people of other alignments to serve your cause. So I think it's actually a good example of that. Hey, thanks for your insights there, Jason. Yeah, not a bad idea. The thought I was having as I was vocalizing the question uh, on the last feedback episode was sort of a personality thing, right? If you're just a normal cleric, yeah, as you said, you view your mission as serving, as proselytizing, as whatever. But if you have the personality where you feel you have to go out and bash things in the head in the name of your God, uh, maybe that that level of drive and commitment, I, I really don't like that word because that implies that the others aren't committed and that's not what I'm trying to apply at all. But that level of drive maybe makes you more of that type A personality that's going to be the stereotypical D&D paladin. Yeah, maybe. But thanks for your insights. Oh, and yeah, I saw the D&D movie just a couple of days ago, in fact, and I know the character you're talking about. And yeah, actually, I think that was a pretty decent uh, portrayal of a paladin. I liked it. All right. Thanks, Jason. This is Heather. My voice sounds weird on your podcast. This is Sam. Robo Sam weirds me out. Maybe it's just hearing, this is you, when it definitely isn't. Maybe I'll just call from now on. Hey, Heather. Hey, Sam. Thanks for that feedback from both of you. I almost said both of y'all. That was my, my Texan slipping out from my 10 years I spent there in Texas. Yeah, thanks for that feedback. As you notice, the robo voices are even different this week. Uh, the one I used last week, I'm not entirely sure. I have a commercial license to use that voice. So to play it safe, I use some really generic Microsoft uh, computer voices. Google has a thing, and it's really kind of dirt cheap. And I might do that. It requires more setup. It's more a pain in the butt. But I might do that if I have the free time to uh, go ahead and do it. But yeah, for the time being, I think I'm going to do it because... I still think it's better than hearing me read the emails. I've toyed with the idea of asking somebody to read them all. Actually, I thought about the idea of asking Heather to do it. But as Heather is sometimes a commenter, that would be weird. But yeah, and so then I thought about like trying to find somebody else. And overall, I think the computer is the most convenient option for me. But hey, I'm open to suggestions. Hey, but thanks again for that feedback. And you know, if you don't like the robo voice, 
and you want to send voice feedback, you can call 562-774-2278. It's at the end of every episode and it's always in the show notes. But I'll say it again, 562-774-2278. That's 562-RPG-CAST. You can also go to say hi, one word, S-A-Y-H-I dot chat slash decahedron. And that will bring up a little dialogue. You use the uh, microphone on your computer or I think in your phone and it will let you leave a one minute message or you go to podcasters.spotify.com slash pod slash show slash JP Gill slash message. Wow. That's a lot, isn't it? The link's in the show notes. It's the same thing as say hi dot chat. It's just done through Spotify. I don't think you actually need a Spotify account to do that anymore either. Yeah, that's on the way. Again, you can always record a audio file on your computer or on your phone and just email me the file. Email that to feedback at decahedron.com. All those ways will get it to me and you'll get to hear your voice instead of robo you. But yeah, again, thanks for this and all the other feedback that you have both given me. As far as playing characters the opposite gender or a different gender than you are, I think that's an interesting topic. I look forward to hearing what you guys have to say. I don't have any problem doing that. I've done that in games before. Typically, when we're doing pre-gens or when I've been given a character by a DM that say, hey, I want you to play this character and it's you know a different gender, and that's fine. I don't typically make them myself. I, obviously, as a DM, I'm going to often play you know, all genders, because I'm running all the NPCs. But as a player character, as a player, typically I'm going to make somebody of my gender just because I am, it's easier for me to role play and easier for me to associate with, I think. Um, but I don't necessarily have any issues with, with other people, people playing other genders. I, I don't see where the, why there's an issue with that. Like I say, we definitely do it as a DM, right? But I'm curious to see what you guys have to say about it. So great episode topic. I'm looking forward to it. Hey, Jason. Interesting enough, speaking of sayhi.chat, Jason sent that feedback through sayhi.chat. So he has become the first person to send feedback through all five methods that I have set up to send feedback to. Oh, no, I lie. Actually, no one has sent a feedback by text yet. But other than that, all the methods, say hi, the Spotify message thing, the email, the phone number, Jason has done all of those now, and he's the first person to get the quadruple crown or whatever it is. Anyway, and this is also interesting because, Jason, this is the first time I've had someone comment on an episode before it's aired. You haven't listened to the episode yet. In fact, the episode isn't even out yet, which is just uh, weird. Actually, it's going out in about uh, six hours, it said to go out. Interesting enough, the points that you hit, a lot of those are addressed in the episode itself. And weirdly enough, people will be hearing this after that episode. So yeah, it's weird. But yeah, so I we talk about maybe I don't have a problem with it because I'm a GM, so I have to do female characters a lot anyway. And yeah, we talk about a lot of things you did. So I hope you enjoyed the episode. I'm hoping you send us feedback after you listen to it. But yeah, I think you've actually covered the content without hearing it, which is pretty cool. Uh, again, thanks for that feedback. Bye. That's it for this week. I've already given all the ways to leave feedback, so I'm not going to repeat it all. And you're going to hear it again with the music. Thanks again for all the feedback. It really, really helps keep the show going. It keeps me motivated. The feedback is maybe the biggest motivator for me to do this show. Without it, I would feel like no one was listening and why am I bothering? So yeah, thanks. It means so much to me. 
uh, until next time, next time will be episode 50. And for episode 50, we're going to be discussing gold because 50th is the golden anniversary, right? James came up with that idea. Sadly, he came up with it the day before we recorded. So the episode, I it's it wanders hither and thither. But, you know, <laughs> there it is. Uh, so that will be Wednesday. Episode 50 will drop about gold. Thanks for listening. Thanks for all the support and feedback. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Decahedron RPG cast. We'd love to hear from you. You can leave us a voice message by calling 562-774-2278. That's 562-RPG-CAST. Or by visiting sayhi.chat slash decahedron. You can also email us at feedback at decahedron.com. Links are in the show notes. For more information, visit decahedron.com. Remember that decahedron is spelled with a K. Music is by Kevin McLeod. Logo is by Design Cat. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, keep those dice rolling.